Well, hey, everybody, it's Maylee Thomas, and it's time for another Texas Homegrown Music. And I've got a beautiful guest on my show today by the name of Season Ammons. And I'll tell you what, I am really, really blessed to be able to meet so many of these musicians when they're coming through um, to our our store, the Guitar Sanctuary, and Season just happened to be coming through on our way to Houston, and she came into the acoustic room and started talking to one of the guys and hit it off, and they called me and said, you need to come up here. I just happened to live down the street from the store, so I ran up there and met her, and wow, I'm so glad that I did. I got to hear her sing. I actually recorded it. You guys are going to hear it today. We're going to play some stuff off of her latest records, and I think you're going to enjoy getting to know this chick. She's really got it going on. She's a good soul. She's one of my hippie vibe sisters. I really, really dig her, and I can't wait to play her music for you. So I'm not going to take any more time. I am going to do a song called Wait For You because she listened to some of my music on her way to a gig, and this was one of her favorite songs. So I'm playing this for you, Season. And when we come back, I'm going to introduce you to my sweet new friend, Season Ammons, and your game.
more with Texas Homegrown Music and my guest today, Susan Ammons. How are you doing, sweetie? Hey, I'm doing very well. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Absolutely. I um, So for those of you that uh, heard the intro that I was uh, saying earlier today, this was a really beautiful kind of way that we met one another. And it was thanks to the guys that work at our store. And for those of you that have been listening to my show, you know that we own the Guitar Sanctuary. Well, Season just happened to come into the store and she was dressed like a hipster hippie, like um, the owner says, I mean, not the owner, I'm the owner, but uh, Brian says that I remind him of. So he calls me on the phone. He finds out she's an artist. He calls me on the phone knowing I live down the street. He says, get up here. You've got to meet this girl. It's you really got to meet her. So, I threw some clothes on and ran up there. Of course, that tells you how lazy I am, Susan. I think it was in the afternoon, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. It was like, I don't know, two or something in the afternoon. Yeah. And I was supposed to be on my way uh, to Houston. I think I, that- I was on my way to Houston, I, but I was spending like so much time in there. I was loving the store. Um, it was amazing. I was like, you know, just, just the whole concept of the store. How'd you know about the store? Well, I, I just, I found out through a a family member who, who said I just had to go in there and just had to go check it out. And anytime I was up in the area that I had to go. And so I was actually in Tyler doing a gig the night before. And so in the area as a musician, you know, a couple hour drive, that's not a big deal. So I was like, I'm in the area area. on my way to Houston. Because that makes sense, you know? Right. So, yeah, I was like... Because it's so on the way. (laughs) It is. Yeah, totally. And, uh, but yeah, I just was in there just loving the store. And then um, Brian was like so helpful. Like I told him exactly what I wanted. I mean, just to the T, he brought me exactly kind of what I was looking for. And then he was talking about you. And anyway, he's like, you look like you just rolled out of the boutique here that you that is at the the guitar sanctuary and I was like I know all these clothes in here I was like I need one of these and one of these and one of these and just great style I just kept going wow whoever whoever owns this place is kind of going on and he was like well you know what I think I could get I could get May Lee to come up here and I was like really you think she'd come up here he's like yeah because she just lives up the street so yeah it was really cool and then you come walking in I was like wow he uh is bad to the bone and just you i don't know it really really was cool (laughs) well i'll just tell you so he 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 reached out to me gave me your name said that you were an artist in texas i should have you on the show and i looked you up real quick and i was like heck yeah i'm getting up there so i uh i took advantage of the opportunity to see you in person since um you know these uh, for those of you that are listening to the show these 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 are done remotely and I get to see you um, on screen, but nobody else does. And so I wanted to take advantage of being able to actually go and meet you in person. I'm so glad I did, Susan. Um, I think you're just a lovely, lovely human. And I I'm, have enjoyed the quick little stint that we've had of maybe a week. It's been over a little over a week that we've um, met and now I've got you on the show and I'm so happy about being able to share you with my listening audience. And I'm sure a lot of them have already heard about you because after reading about you, girl, you are, you've been around and been playing music in Texas and all abroad for a long time. And you've done some really great things and been busy. Oh my goodness. You've been busy in the last few years, putting out some works. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I 
I've been doing this, yeah, for a long time. And but I, I finally got like real serious about it. It's been about ten years. I put out my first album independently in two thousand and eleven, and um, it, it, that's sort of that defining moment where I said, okay, you know, I, I've been doing this since I was like fifteen, but and it's been a, a a passion of mine. But I was like, how do I actually do it? Like, what does it mean to be an artist? Like, you know. Wh- the idea of thinking about getting a a record deal or that elusive like fame or whatever you think that it is. I mean, I just didn't know what it was. And I finally was like, well, how do you do it? And it was like, you have to go out and do it yourself. That's what it meant to be an independent artist was like, you know, you have to go make a name for yourself. And that's just digging in and like finding information and going to workshops and going to, um, seminars and just taking any advice that I could ever take from anybody going to every open mic I could ever go to. I mean, so yeah, I just finally realized, okay, my job is to be an artist. It's not to become famous or rich necessarily. I mean, yeah, those things are great. I mean, but that's a byproduct. The point is, okay, I'm an artist. I define that. And an artist is somebody who continues to create. I was like, if that's what I'm doing all the time, then that, then I'm doing my job. And if I'm constantly, you know, putting out music and trying to serve the community and and give back and do things, you know, it's like, that's what I'm here to do. That's what I'm here to do as a human being. So when I had that realization of like, as a songwriter, songs touch people and they move people and I can do things with music, then I was like, okay, this is, this was that defining moment for me. So yeah, been doing a lot and continuing to do a lot. And I'm, you know, I'm kind of like, I'm a lifer. And when I, you know, when I listen to your music and stuff like that, and I'm sitting here looking at the things that you do, I'm like, that's who I am too. Like we're those types of people that you're never going to stop creating. You're never going to stop doing what drives you. And to me, that's, that's what it means. So it's just like, keep, keep working. You know, that's, this is my work. So keep putting out music, keep, keep busy. Well, you know, I, I love the analogy of you saying that, um, that we're an artist and you need to keep creating. And, and, you know, I think that, uh, I've had a lot of young um, artists on my show that are, you know, still trying to figure it out, which, you know, I, I think probably our life's journey is trying to figure it out. I mean, yeah. <laughs> no matter what, um, I I don't I don't think I'm going to get to the end of my life and say I figured it all out. I, right. You know, there's just so much. <laughs> there's so much to it. But as far as being um, being a music musician and being a music artist, the creative part of it is just it's it's absolutely the foundation. And if you're waiting for somebody to come to you and make this happen, then you are going to be waiting for a, for the rest of your life, really, because you, the key here is that, you know, I tell young people all the time when they say, what should I do? I want to have a band. We'll go put one together. Well, what do I need to do? You need to find people that want to play and you need to get out and play. And you need to make yourselves available and you need to not think that you have to arrive at a certain status to be able to play these gigs. Just get out there and do it. It's like the 10,000 hours thing. It really is true. You, um, you master your craft by doing it. Yes. By writing one 
crappy song after another until you write a good song. You play one crappy gig after another until you get an awesome gig. You go through one crappy band member after another until you find people that want to play with you. You do one crappy demo after another until you finally make an album. You know, you just you just keep doing it. And like you said, those hours do add up. And 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 you go to that event that you don't want to go to because you're too tired. Well, guess what? You're going to meet somebody there that's going to, you know, do all kinds of things. So it's like you 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 just have to take the initiative and know that it is work and effort and and don't you know, don't stop as far as like, like you said, like thinking something's going to come to you. You kind of have to go out and make it happen for yourself because you will be waiting a long time. Oh, no, no. Younger artists ask me, well, how do you do it? And how do you do this? And, I, and it's just the same thing you tell them. It's like, you just go, you just have to keep moving forward and don't expect anything to come to you and be really willing to work for it because nobody's more invested in your career as you are. Oh, absolutely. And, um, and you know, Along the way, you will find people that and that believe in you and support you and affirm you, but they're still not going to do the, do for you like you will for yourself, and they're not going to understand the the um, the goal and the mission like you do yourself. Well, and that's so true. You can have a lot of people believe in you, and that's important, but they can't do it for you. They can be behind you a hundred percent, but I mean and you could have a million dollars behind you, but no one can go out and do it for you. No one can get up on that stage and sing your song. So that's, that's the power of being the artist and going out and working for yourself and making it happen for yourself. So, yeah, I mean, there's, like you said, there's, it's not one thing. It's like a hundred thousand things and there is no really, there's no, um, there's no end. There's, you're not ever going to get there. And if you think that you are, you are sadly mistaken because that's when you stop growing and you have to continue to evolve as an artist. Well, I, I have been, um, I've been very fortunate to know firsthand a lot of artists that have been esteemed by many millions of fans and from, you know, from my friend Billy Falcon to Clarence Clemens and people, even people like Ian Moore and, um, and artists that have had a pinnacle in their career. And then they kind of felt like that, you know, they, they kind of, you know, weren't doing it, what they thought they were going to be doing at this point in their life. But they'll tell you, they'll all tell you that the arrival is, are you playing are you are you still gigging are you enjoying it are you um you know what i mean and if that is what you're doing then you have arrived because these people that i'm telling you and i know some of them i'm not going to mention because i'm going to say this about them there are a lot of artists out there that i know very well that um if i tell you their names you're going to be like oh my gosh they're on you know they're huge Mm -hmm. they constantly worry that they're not relevant that people enough people aren't listening to them that they're not doing enough and it's you've got to be satisfied within yourself at where you are 
in your life. And, um, you know, I've had a lot of people tell me in my lifetime because, you know, I've played pretty much regionally my, my whole life. And, and, um, and I, you know, I have done some traveling. We've been blessed to be, to be able to play overseas some gigs that were really nice and fun and some big places. I mean, you know, we played some gigs. I think the biggest gig I've ever played was to 50,000 people. And it was wonderful. I loved it. It was just a, such a rush, yeah. but I can tell you that, um, I, I still enjoy playing to a hundred people that are paying attention. And, you know, I mean, I, cause I enjoy what I do. Yeah. And so for me, that's, that's the, that's the actual goal. And so you've arrived because you're playing and you're enjoying it. And I see it and I hear it. And I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about being able to play the song that you did right in our little acoustic room um, that we recorded that day. And I'm going to play it on the show today. And I'm really excited about being able to do that. The song that you wrote, show me your love. And I know people will understand why I know you are the real deal, honey. I mean, you just, I just asked you to play it. I threw my phone up and guys, this is what I got. And I'm, I can't wait to play it for you, but I'm going to take a break right now. And we're going to play neon side of town. One of um, her singles that I love. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some of the things that you've been busy doing in the last few years. Cause you've done three records that I'm looking at all the way. Or you've definitely done some recording from Wimberley to Nashville to freaking Abbey road over in the UK in the last few years. So you've been a busy girl and you know what it's like to get out there and get it done so this is season ammons guys and i'm gonna let you do all the talking on the next segment <laughs> but for right now we're gonna play neon side of town right here on texas homegrown music with my guests season ammons and we'll be right back sometimes this day
Well, we're back with Season Ammons and um, Season, I, you know, I am so glad again that I got to meet you because you actually gave me your latest record that you had um, just done at Abbey Road called Steel Hearts. And I got to play it on my record player, which is so fun. I love to I love to play vinyl still. And then I got to listen to, and of course, I'd already been listening to Neon Side of Town, um, the release that you did, because I, um, I go to apple music and you know play play all those things and spotify all the things that everybody else does that that we artists hate because we get like 0.002 for the download yeah i get but um i get like i want to talk about how you um yeah i know i i get these readouts you know every whatever quarter and i have a whole page of readouts of all the downloads and then i look at the bottom and it's like you know $79. $79. I'm <laughs> like, oh. Yeah, and I'm like, woohoo. Um anyway, let me talk let let me let you talk about yeah. Let me let me let you talk about um how you what you've been doing with all these cuz you've been um doing a lot of stuff down in um some studios in Wimberley, which I love that area. And how did you um end up in that part of Texas? Is that where you grew up and is that how you got where you got inspired by musicians? I'm really interested cuz I haven't heard that part of your life yet. So, um I grew up, I was born and raised in Dallas, actually. Um went to school in Garland. Um and I moved out at 17 and then I left home and went to Nashville. Um, I was 19 when I moved to Nashville and it took a long time for me to cir- circle back around. It basically took me 20 years to get back home to Texas because while I was living in Nashville, um, it was about three years. And then I met uh, my ex-husband. Uh, he was in the military and we, we moved all around, um, in his military career. And I became a stay at home military wife and I raised my kids. So I did put music kind of aside on the back burner. I was still doing things. I was still writing and whatnot, but, um, it was still there. Um, and anyway, after our divorce, um, we had ended up living in Florida for about, I don't know. I was, I was living there for eight years after we had divorced. And then I finally, came back to Texas and I was really drawn to, uh, the New Braunfels area, Wimberley area, the whole kind of hill country area because of the music scene. Also my family, um, I grew up coming to LaGrange, Texas on the, on the week, uh, like during the summers and holidays and family and whatnot, because we, we have a family working cattle ranch here in LaGrange. And so I wanted to be closer to my family and, and just the, the music scene and I needed a change of, uh, just sort of a music scene. I had been in the, the panhandle of Florida in the music scene there and had a band and was working there and a lot of regional stuff over in that. Where where in Florida? In Destin, actually Fort Walton beach, um, Destin, Pensacola, the whole area. So okay. Beautiful. Loved it. Loved it. I still kind of call that like. So, my guess where time. I grew up? Where? So, you're, you're familiar with Gulf Breeze, right? Oh, yeah. That's where you grew up? Okay. That's where I went to school from. What? 
I grew up in Gulf Breeze. I was born in Texas. I was born in Houston and I moved to Florida when I was two years old and I stayed there until I moved back to Texas. But um, how funny is that? So that's my, I call that another home as well. And I, it, it calls me all the time. And if you are from Destin and Fort Walton, I lived in Santa Rosa Shores, which is now called Tiger Point. Yeah. I grew up there yeah. on the water and I, it, it calls me because when people talk about beaches, I'm telling you, there's nothing more beautiful than the Emerald Coast okay. and the sandy white the beaches of from Panama City to Pensacola and all the way over to Alabama, to Gulf Shores. Down to so, girl, I know exactly yeah. where you're coming from. I mean, I, I tell everybody, I'm like, it is the most beautiful place. I mean, you don't need to go to Hawaii or the Bahamas. You just go to the Gulf Coast. You go to the Emerald Coast. And it's unlike any other part of Florida. You know, I, I would even say forget Key West. I still love the beaches of Destin and Fort Walton Beach and still, yeah, definitely like my home. And and they got a great music scene there too. I I worked my butt off there and that's I learned I learned a lot working there. But but then I wanted to get back to the Texas region because I have three brothers and uh, they one of them in particular, my youngest brother, he um he's living in San Marcos and he was just telling me about all the music over the last couple of years, the Texas music scene and he was like, you know, you just really need to get you know, um, your, your music back here, you've got to, you know, the female singer songwriter, he's like, if there's a need for it and you, what you do, your bluesy, soulful kind of country, you need to come back to Texas and, and start kind of working over here. And I was like, you know what, it's, it's, it was time for a change for me. Anyway, I was going through a relationship issue and I was like, okay, I'm coming back home. So anyway, that's how I got back to Texas. But um, prior to that, I threw a mutual uh, industry friend that I could tell you a story about, about connections and how things work. And someone I met 10 years ago came back around and ended up introducing me to Dave Percival, who is the owner and producer of Yellow Dog Studios in Wimberley. So that's how I got connected with Dave. Right. He's got this amazing studio on the Blanco River. It's absolutely awesome. It, it, he records in analog and, and on tape. And he's just, it's an old hunting lodge that's been converted into this amazing studio. And when I first met him and I walked in that studio, I immediately felt at home. And I'm like, I'm making records here. And literally, um, I just knew that you know, this is, this is the place to be. I'm like so excited to just kind of jump in this scene. And Dave was very, uh, uh, what do you call it? When he, he had a hand in a lot of things, like trying to introduce me to people and kind of get me off into the, the different directions and, and different musicians and whatnot. But through him, I recorded lots of, uh, a couple singles and two albums. And, um, that's also how I got over to Abbey road. So just through him, he's done a couple records over at Abbey road. Wow. And, I mean, that, that's a whole other story in itself too, but that's long way around. That's how I got, um, that's how I got, you know, back to Texas. So it was, and, and started working, you know, with Dave and making these well, albums. 
And and in quick succession too. So like, okay, here's the interesting I'm thing: my, you, my career off into like high gear. Let's start recording all this music I've got, and let's put out a country album. Let's put out um, a couple of singles. Like, and and I, we weren't worried about what genre I was going to fit in necessarily. It was just like let's just start kicking out music and. You know, now that I'm back in Texas, let's do a Texas country record, which was Neon Side of Town. And then simultaneously went to London to go do this big soulful Americana album, Steel Hearts, and just put them out in different genres and different markets and just said, let's go for it. Let's see what happens. Well, um, I'll tell you, it's really funny because I'm sitting here looking at both of these records and uh, it just proves that you are an artist for sure. And um, I'm, there's no way to pigeonhole you into a certain style because your voice, um, it sounds so authentic in, in everything that it's singing and, and from the soul sounds of Steel Hearts to all the way to um, this neon side of town. So I have been listening, you know, for the last few days, um, all of this music. And I tell you, I'm just convinced that you've got so much to say. You've lived a lot. You know, you're not old enough to have lived this much because I'm listening to the lyrics and the songs that you're writing. And I can tell that you've been through some stuff and um, you've got a beautiful way of, of sharing it. I'm f- all the way from, you know, desperately in love to um, rainy day serenade when I think you said you wrote that when you were in Florida or maybe or something. I yeah. think you said you were sitting yeah. outside and you you know, we're watching it and it, it just started, it just kind of came out of you and um, uh, love sick, which by the way, I wrote a song a long time ago called love sick and I never recorded it. And it reminded me of it. I was like, Oh, gosh, I need to do something <laughs> with that song. But um, I am, I'm really impressed with the, just the whole, um, this, just the quality of your soulful voice. I mean, gosh, season. And, and I know, I, I know what I'm talking about. Cause when you were at the studio, I mean, at the uh, guitar sanctuary and you sang in the, I am the, the acoustic room, just you and the guitar. I mean, something happened in there with me. I was like, Oh my gosh, you, I can tell that you've done a lot of playing in um, out in front of people because you were so comfortable with it. And the way you just went right into it, uh, it was a beautiful thing. And um, I, I gotta tell you, I got, I can't say I have any favorites. So you can't ask me what are my favorites because it's one of those things like it depends on what mood you're going to be in as to what song I want to hear you sing. For sure. And it's, it's, probably the the way that you that you intended it to be like all of us especially yes. since you are a singer songwriter and all these songs I, i'm pretty sure most every one of these songs are your original yeah, songs. i wrote i wrote them all yeah but that's how it like it depends on the mood that i'm in and, and um, like what i'm writing and sometimes i don't have any real uh control it just it's it'll just happen like a hook will just drop in and then i'll just write it so i've never been worried about where it's going to land. I'm just like, just write a good song, you know, just write good songs and don't worry about what, what genre they are. Cause they'll speak to somebody, you know, whether it's a rock song or a jazz song or, you know, somebody's going to like something. So I just, I've never ever worried about it, but you know, um, I, and I have, I've been doing it a long well, time. And you I know, I, I, 
there was there was this advice I got from this one. You, you remember guy. why? I don't even remember. I, I remember he's basically told me, you know, if you if you can't just if someone says, OK, sing something like you got to be ready. You can't be like shy about it or worried about it. Or, you know, it's like you should have off the top of your head. If you get called up onto a stage, you better have three songs in your back pocket, what key they're in. And you better be able to talk to the band and just nail it and do it. And then if someone wants you to sing something, can you sing a cappella? Can you just pull something out and not worry about it? And I remember, you know, I'm, I'm actually kind of a shy person. I'm kind of introverted a little bit and you wouldn't really guess that about me, but I've worked really hard on not being those things and just keep doing what I love to do. But then taking advice, listening to other people, and then all the experience of just doing it and doing it and doing it. It's almost like strapping yourself into a roller coaster. You're scared to death, but you know, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a blast, but you just have to make the move and get in and do it. So you keep riding that roller coaster again and again, and you finally start to enjoy it instead of being scared of it, which, which is why well, it's so comfortable. Um, I don't know. I, I can't imagine that you, well, I can't imagine you ever being uncomfortable because I just, you know, just watching you and, and seeing you, I do want to come and see a show. So I can't wait to to be able to, to find out when you're going to be in the area. And so knowing that you are from Dallas originally, you gotta, you gotta let me know when you're in this area, kiddo. I want to, I want to have you, uh, I want to, I want to come and see you play. And I definitely want to have you come play. I told you that day at the sanctuary sometime, I'd love to get you up on stage and the two of us um, sing a song together because you know i i i kind of wormed my way into making you do a sing a chorus of your song so i could sing with you the other day just because i wanted to i could just tell that my voice would you know blend and it and it did and it was fun and so i was giddy like a little kid I, going oh my god that was so i cool. was because i i love I, I to mean, sing and i, I love I, other people that sing yeah i was so i was so like taken back because your voice was so, like you said, it blended with mine and, and you, you rarely find it just off the cuff where somebody can just jump in and sing uh, like you did. And it, I mean, I got goosebumps and I was literally like, Oh my God, you know, I'm like harmonies. This was awesome. And, um, it took me by surprise and I was just was pleasant, pleasantly surprised. Cause I'm like, wow, that, ne- that never happens. And it was so awesome. And, but you know, hearing your compliments coming from you, I, I'm, you know, I feel the same way. I'm like, you have such an awesome voice. And I mean, I was, I was listening to your albums all the way down to Houston. And I was just like, oh my gosh, this woman is just amazing. I was like, the, the texture of your voice, the range of your voice. Anyway, I could go on and on and on too, but I kept going this woman well this is, is this is about this is about season not about melee that you belong here so we're gonna play down in texas and we come back you guys are in for a real treat because we're gonna play that song show show me your love that she did in the studio and uh and we'll talk about some shows that she's got coming up so again texas homegrown music with melee thomas and my guest season ammons here you go down in texas down in texas
That's a song called Let the Music Get You High from Pike and Sutton, which is Patrice Pike and Wayne Sutton. And if you guys remember, they had the band Sister Seven and they're they're living in um breathing new music now they've got a new record out and i'm getting ready to have them on the show soon so you guys be sure to look out for that but for right now just enjoy their music and go grab it pike and sutton okay we're back with season ammons and um for you guys that are interested in hearing her live um she's got some shows coming up in september in the um one of them is going to be in gilmer and you you said you're going to be playing a really cool winery there tell us about that yeah, this place is on 40 acres. It's called Rowdy Creek Ranch. And is this place is super cool. They've got their, uh, the, you know, their winery, but they also have these retro campers that you can rent out to stay overnight if you wanted to. Um, they've got horses they that you could ride. I mean, it's just a really, really cool place. Um, but I'll be there Friday and Saturday night, uh, uh, September 3rd and 4th. And I will be there as a trio, actually, which will be cool. I'll have a great upright bass player, Kyle, and uh, a chick percussion player. Uh, her name's Jane. And uh, anyway, we're going to put on a couple of great shows back to back Friday and Saturday at in Gilmer, which is near, which is near. It's in Tyler, Longview area. So that's uh, East Texas. It's it's not too far of a drive from Dallas, especially if you're wanting to do like a day trip or, you know, something fun and get out of Dallas. It's really not too far of a drive. And us Texans, we drive couple hours no big deal yeah no that sounds like a great place and then i think you told me you're going to be playing at the house of blues in houston um what is that date september 16th yes september 16th it'll be my first time i'm excited about this show house of blues is one of those you know gigs that you look forward to when when you're putting you know quote feathers in your hat you know for all those artists out there that uh, you know, there's certain gigs that you, you really look forward to. And, and it's a big deal to say, Oh, you get to play house of blues. It's like, yes, I made it, you know? <laughs> so that'll be fun. That'll be the 16th, uh, six at the house of blues in Houston. Very cool. Well, season, I can't tell you how much I'm enjoying getting to know you. And I know that um, you and I are going to have some um, other conversations in the future because you're just a cool chick. And what I didn't get to share that I want to share is this is a girl that I, I'm telling you, she's a really sweet human. She spent a, a lot of time giving back to communities and feeding um, the homeless and making sure that um, the food insecure people get her help and get her um, money and her and her um, goodness. And I'm telling you, if more people would do that, we would see so much change in our country and in our world. And I'm just so grateful for musicians that I meet. And I know that was one of the first things that Brian loved about you when he talked to you and found out that you did that because we are very, uh, you know, we're very, very big um, proponents of, of giving back to our community, especially when we can give music and love and light and um, gratitude and kindness. And I just am so grateful for that from you. Yeah, that's our one true gift. And it's like, you know, it doesn't cost me anything to sing songs. And whenever I can help out where I can, you know, that's that's why I partnered with Feeding Texas. And, and there's some information on that. People can go to my website, seasonammons.com, and they will find information about what I do for Feeding Texas. I've got a song called We'll Get By which all the proceeds from that song, as well as any merchandise associated with the song will get by all goes back to feeding Texas. And my, my one of my uh, food banks 
in particular is um, is the New Braunfels Food Bank, which I'm which is near and dear to my heart. So, um, yeah, just you know, go to the website and also me. I'm not on TikTok, <laughs> not yet. Anyway, it's, but it's, um, it's hey, you know, of course, well. Thank you so much for being a part of my show and um, and letting me share you with um, everyone out there and be sure to, to check her out. It's spelled season just like the season, S-E-A-S-O-N and Ammons is two M's, A-M-M-O-N-S. Anyway, listen, girl, I love you. I do. I think you're just a special, special gift to um, to the world of music and to Texas. And thank you so much for being on the show. And for you listeners, we'll be right back. But right now I'm going to play that song for you that she did right there in our acoustic room called Show Me Your Love. And you'll hear it right now from Season Ammons. And we'll be right back.
I really enjoyed getting to know um, Susan Ammons, and I hope that you guys did too. And I am going to uh, be featuring her music here and there on my show because I really dig it and I want people to hear more of her stuff. Right now, I'm going to close out the day with a phenomenal song by Doyle Bramhall featuring Tedeschi Trucks. Doyle Bramhall II, for those of you that don't uh, know. I I don't really need to put the second on there since Daddy's gone, but Doyle Bramhall II. And uh, it's a song called Be Here Now. I think it's a beautiful song. It reminds me so much of the early Beatles stuff. And I, I just love these harmonies. And uh, again, Susan Tedeschi, you know, her hubby are playing on it, singing on it. And you guys are going to dig it. So we're going to close the show with that today and say, I hope that you enjoy Texas music as much as I do. And we'll see you next time. Peace out, everybody. Remember to love life. You get out of it what you put into it. It's Maylee Thomas with Texas Homegrown Music. And we'll see you next week. Be here.